Summer camp is a magic place where kids discover who they are because they have the freedom to explore on their own. Y Camp at Horse Thief Reservoir is a sleepaway camp in the heart of Idaho's wilderness. Each summer, campers make friends, build new skills, and learn to love the outdoors through activities like canoeing, archery, zip lining, rock climbing, campfires, and more. Registration for Y Camp at Horse Thief Reservoir is open. Financial assistance is available. Learn more at ycampidaho.org. Hey, Sierra. Hey, Maya. Oh, are we? Are um, okay. Now that I've taken a deep breath, I just ran through the city like I was Carrie Blackshaw. I feel like that term is already coined, but did you not make that up? I didn't make that up. I wish I could have, but someone's Instagram Instagram name is Carrie Blackshaw, and I thought it was genius. And ever since then, I was like, wow, I really want to steal this, but she's probably already that trademarked That sucks, it. but I was going to say, but has she trademarked it yet? I'm going <laughs> to look into it, honestly. It's one thing I to should have look an Instagram it. handle. Yeah. I was literally running through the streets of Canal. Yeah, shocker. Sierra was 15 minutes late. Lost my shoe on the way. At least you didn't lose it a was... heel in your shoe. No, you know I looked mean? back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I looked back because I was like, if my day is going any worse, I'll be losing the heel. Wait, to I'm the sorry. Shoe. You walked. You got on the subway like I this? got on the subway. It is 4:30 p.m. Sierra is dressed to not the for 4:30 p.m. No. no, because guess what? The traffic in Midtown. There was like ambulances at the end of my street, so it wasn't moving. And so when I called the Uber, it was just so you had stuck. to make a like quick decision swift... to get on the train. Yeah, and then 38th goes the other direction. So I was like, okay, I think I have to mm. go to the subway. Okay, well, I've been getting a lot of DMs about Usher, so I just want to make this very clear really quickly. I understand that Usher's short, and I understand that I'm kind of against short men. Oh, are you a heightist? It's apparently I'm a heightist because I've been talking about how short kings are not the ones for me, and that's not what I actually said. What I said was, let the short kings have the short queens so the tall kings can have the tall queens. That's all I meant. And or whatever gender. <laughs> Let the short kings and have the short queens. That's just in heterosexual relationships. Obviously, I am so pro dating whatever person you want to date. Apply whatever you need. But yeah. tall with tall and short with short is all I'm trying to say. Just so us taller people can have something. So I think ultimately what I'm here to say is that I would never have sex with Usher. Oh, my God. You heard it here first. First and foremost. Actually, I don't want to put that on record. Because, yeah, like, I'm like, what well, if? first of all, that's kind of weird that you would just come out and say that. Because what if you're ever presented the opportunity and it's like. Well, A, Usher's I'm pretty sure in a relationship. So it's Is like, he married? I don't believe he's married, but I do believe he's like with someone that he just had a child with like semi-recently. Um, I'm not here to home wreck anything. Mm. But I think like at the end of the day, I don't think I would do it. Yeah. And I've been thinking long and hard about this. Since I mean, I, last. yeah, I think about it all the time. Like if I really had an opportunity with a famous person or someone that like I fantasize about, I don't even know who I even fantasize but about. But it wouldn't be Usher at the end of the day, even though no. he taught me that I was a straight woman. <laughs> and like, I appreciate you everything he's back. been. I appreciate his influence in my life. I just don't think it would happen like that. This all is, I'm saying this all before I actually go see him in concert. And, you know, in my mind, he's pulling me on stage for this nice and slow lap dance. And therefore anything could happen then. Maybe they're going to be like, wait backstage for Usher. In which case, oh no, I just, no, he's in a relationship. I and guess. <laughs> you just Damn. went through that whole thing and he's in a relationship. Because I'm really Also not to mention like. The herpes. Oh, I wasn't even going to bring that up. But, you know. Also, come on, like, he's got multiple, he's just, 
I'm not saying I want to marry the guy and settle. No. Well, listen, I'm not doing anything with Usher because Usher's not doing anything with me at the end of the day. You never really know. I'm pretty sure I'm not his type. I, I don't even know if I'm anyone's type. Because what would that type be? That's... What do you mean anyone? Who is anyone? Like, are you talking about celebrities? Or no, are you talking no, about just, like, like regular just people? Per- anyone. You're someone's type. There's someone well, for everyone. Be? How would that be? Yeah, well, there's someone for everyone. Whenever I get dumped or statement. whenever I, like, get ghosted, I'm like, well, there's someone for everyone. Yeah, or- but what... I guess, I guess, like, there's no way to really qualify... I'm just so amazing that there's no way to qualify exactly. me. <laughs> no, literally. That's no, what you have really, to tell yourself. I really don't believe that. But, um, okay. That you're so that you're not so amazing? Well, I'm trying to think, like, what I was trying to see is, like, what categories would I be put in if someone was, like, describing their types? Like, what would that look like? Would they be, like, oh, tall? I'm, like, I'm like taller, but I'm not tall, tall. You're taller. I'm, like, slim thick. That's, like, very – I feel like my body type is niche. No. <laughs> I mean, if you want to be – you are as unique as a unicorn, but, like <laughs> – That's for damn sure. <laughs> like, but – Okay, keep going, I guess. I don't know. Like, I, one thing I would not want to be put into the category is, well, like, you know I have this complex where I think I'm darker skinned than I am. Wait a minute. I also do, too. You think you're darker? I called myself, like, dark skin the other day, and this guy was like, you're not dark skin. You're tr- brown skin. And I Yeah, was you like, are just brown to me. You're medium complexion. Yeah, and I was like, no, I'm dark skin. He's like, no, you're brown skin. So then we pull up a whole chart of it. This is actually kind of fucked up. And I think my influence on my skin tone has everything to do with me being raised in, like, Georgia. in Georgia and being surrounded by predominantly white situations. And I've always categorized myself as dark skin, which – Honestly, it doesn't really matter who gives a fuck, but I've always I'm like, yeah, I'm dark skinned. I don't care. Like I amazing. Love it. Love to be darker. I'm sitting out in the sun. I'm tanning, you know. Yeah. I'm doing all of that. But I would think of you as like brown skin also or Thank light you. skin no, in no, the winter. No. I hate being called light skin. Why? I just don't feel like I am. Do, okay, do you I think-, think I am like obviously I'm not as medium as you, but I don't think I'm that pale. <laughs> in the, the wintertime i mean like yes i'm aware i i'll never i will never get over when our makeup artist said to me like you're really fair today and i'm like <laughs> in what world has a black person been called fair, fair. well you you were pa- pale though pale it was dead winter i know i'm not gonna do that again I'm, i've learned my lesson it will be spray tans all winter long now why do you think that you don't like being categorized as a lighter complexion it's or just because in my mind i'm not that light skin so yeah. therefore when people call me light skin i'm like you're describing the wrong person like uh. my sister there's a weed store near my apartment and my sister and i live very close to each other yeah. so she actually put me on to the store and then she was like yeah i went to tell him that we are sisters like the guy that works there and she was like and i just was like yeah the pretty light skin girl and i was like but i'm not light skin yeah like how is he to know about that you're talking right. about me because if you said that i wouldn't think of me yeah I get what you're saying. Do you feel like, I don't know, but do you, do you feel like it matters? It doesn't even really matter. No, it doesn't matter. But well, I mean, also, like, you have to, if we, like, really break this down, obviously, colorism like is a real thing. Yeah. I grew up in a predominantly, well, so I went to school at a predominantly white school. Um, very few people of color, I think, yeah. up until I, I went to the same school from kindergarten to 12th grade. So up until, 
I would say maybe sixth or seventh grade, there were just two black girls in the right. entire and no black boys even. Oh, wow. So two black people in the entire class. Yeah. Um, and then so obviously, like we were the others, but whatever. And then once we got into high school and they started adding a little bit more diversity into our classes, our class sizes grew as well there was such a divide between like light skin yeah. and black. It, I, I totally. don't even know. It was specifically like, I found myself being like at odds, if you will, mm-hmm. with lights, other light skin girls. Like they never fucked with me ever. Interesting. Cause it's like, it's this complex of which happens like amongst the different color groups is like, you're too light to be, you're too light right. to be dark, but you're too dark to be light. And it's like, where the fuck do you fall in yeah. the spectrum? And my, same situation. Growing up, there was only, you know, a handful of black kids from K through 12 in the same school system. And then they started busing in kids from the um, lower socioeconomic level schools into better school systems. Mm-hmm. And so then we had a like a influx of, of people of a, color. Yeah, a rapid influx of, you know, the diversity and it kind of was shell shocking a little bit to the kids who had already been there to the people to the kids of color who had already been there and then you have the kids from like I wouldn't say inner city but maybe like inner city schools and their perception of you know or their experience just being them versus ours was so different and I mm-hmm. remember they would always tell me I was white they would yep. tell me I was so dark like or they would just call me dark skin there was it's kind of funny because I'm like if anything, they kind of pointed out how black I was. Not that I did not notice, but it wasn't as much of a discussion mm-hmm. amongst my like white counterparts as it was amongst like black the black, brown, the yeah, brown kids. I think in, especially like in the hip hop world and the music world, mm-hmm. like being light skinned is like praised upon. You're yep. better than, like, but it in really- In society and culture as a whole, yeah. like it's easier. Your life yeah. is easier if you are- fairer complexion right like you're more digestible and people are quicker to be people are quicker to question what you are without just being like oh well you're not black like you have to be like mixed or something and it's even i still even sometimes get that and i'm like why can't i just be black yeah for me like my parents are both black i'm not mixed with anything and that's all relatively speaking like my mom's black dad's black do we want to do a whole genealogy report i mean we were all we were all slaves at one point so therefore we were sprinkled in with some white somewhere right like we're all kind of mutts in america like no one's a purebred of any sort yeah so anyone who even thinks that they are just like so unrealistic yeah but I mean, I did. I've done the twenty three and Me thing, so I think uh, my dad's from the Caribbean. We talked about that last episode. Like, obvious. I mean, not obviously, but he's black. Yeah. Um, and then like with my mom, I always felt like growing up, it wasn't very clear necessarily. Yeah. Like, I did. I grew up knowing I was black, right? But I could look at my mom, look at her hair texture, look at her skin complexion, and know that like her black and my black were different, right? Um, but I feel like even to this day. I don't really I don't and maybe it's that my mom doesn't really know mm-hmm. what she is but like it feels like there's some disconnect as to like what my mom really is because when you break it down I mean and my mom has said since like I can remember that black is a state of mind which I <laughs> thought was ridiculous growing up but she was like I literally grew up being treated in society like a right. black person right I got spit on I got called the n-word all of the stuff growing up in the 60s like I experienced, experienced my life as a black person now 
technically, I think my mom is just maybe Native American. Right. Um, probably, obviously, some white mix in there. Right. But, like, it doesn't really seem like at the fundamental base that my mom has. Well, we know that her slave, like, her slave lineage is from Cameroon. So, obviously, like, that's Africa. Right. So, yeah, she's got something. But it's, like, far, far away. Right. Um, and so I did do my 23andMe. And I was, like, 35% white. Fine. But when like I a European. Yes. Yeah. But when I sat down with my parents and I was like, who's going to claim this? <laughs> no like, one. Both. It was silence. Like, like not me. Not yeah, me. They were both like, not that's me. like, I, my, I remember my dad was like, well, that's your mom. And I was like, that's definitely your father. And I'm like, but which one? Like, what is yeah, it? What's the reality of it? But yeah. also I feel like. I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a matter of who. Yeah. Where did it come from? With mine, I'm like 24 percent Eastern European. <sighs> And because I came out like 23% when I did my 23 and me, my mom immediately did hers because she just had to know. Mm-hmm. And it came from my dad, but I, we kind of knew that because my grandfather is like both of his parents were mixed. Okay. So, and like, it's kind of funny because technically my dad would probably run closer in the 40s, higher 40 percentage mm-hmm. rate of being and like he Eastern didn't take European. The test. No, didn't take the test. But if I'm almost 25% a fourth, then it's like he's obviously somewhere at a half. Like, yeah. And you would never even think or anything. But, I mean, he's – I think he's – yeah, he's darker than me. My parents are both darker complected. My mom is always – she can kind of be – it's like brown skin versus dark skin. Who the fuck really knows? Um, but my dad's siblings it really kind of got split in half. Like I have an aunt who is – as light as she can be looks just like my grandfather because he was super light and then the rest of the kids are kind of darker so it's always interesting kind of how who gets what who comes out darker the variations and whatnot but yeah I mean especially like looking at my sister I assume that she has pretty much like the same genetic breakdown as I do I would guess I mean I've always said she's adopted but like who knows that's what they tell us I mean you know I'm an older sibling of course I told (laughs) her that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've told her that her entire life um wow. but to be she younger. is I think she I think I would say she's like around your skin complexion yeah maybe I'll I don't actually haven't seen her in so long yeah I'm like, I don't know what skin color my sister is but I feel like maybe a little bit darker if anything mm-hmm. you have like a little bit more like high yellow in you where she's like a little bit more like uh, red undertones yes mm-hmm. that's exactly yeah. what it is yeah I also find it very interesting when you realize just how in the makeup spectrum yeah. where you fall, yes. picking out makeup is so fucking hard. So, yep. Especially when you have like parts of your face that are have yellow undertones and other parts have red and then you have to match the face to the neck to the to the chest and trying to find exactly or maybe you have neutral undertones. Yep. And picking out makeup That's why, okay, so one thing I really stress on, which is, like, such a first world problem to have, but it's, like, makeup artists who call themselves makeup artists and they, like, are not inclusive to everyone or hairstylists who are not inclusive to everyone. I'm, like, how do you guys call yourselves makeup artists? How do you call yourself makeup artists, hairstylists, if you can't can't even 
do a whole section of people. Yeah. And or you can only really cater to fair-skinned, olive-toned people. How many times have you been in, like, a glam situation where, especially the hair person... First off, like, makeup artists will tell you they could do anything. Yeah. And then they'll make you look dusty as fuck. Yeah. But then, because like, they want the job. Right. But then, like, with hair, I cannot tell you how many times I've just been handed the tools that they have. Oh, my like, God. why don't you do it yourself? Mm-hmm. First off, I am not that type of girl, okay? Like, I am not that, like... I'm not going to make... Put hair myself, savvy. I'm not hair... Like, I don't care to be... I don't care to, right. like, know how to beat my face to the gods. Right. I don't care to, like, really... Ne- I care, but I don't care. Yeah, like, you're S- just not... You just... You aren't a glam girl. Like, I'm really you're just not. not yeah. into makeup and into hair and teaching yourself and trying to like you know whatever perfected that yeah area but I can say since I've been modeling since I was like 15 years old I cannot count how many times I've been in a situation where where makeup artists don't have my skin complexion don't know how to match me I look ashy on camera. It's always ashy. It's always ash. It's very gray. It doesn't match or it's just like too red. And so I look so discolored. Yeah. And it's honestly embarrassing. Yeah. And, and then you end up having to like carry your own tools, your own equipment, whatever right. it is, because you know that these people are going to fuck up your face or whatever it is. Yeah. And then it's like, why are these people getting a paycheck? Right. When I ha- when I'm doing the glam, right. I've had to like fix everything and do it myself. Like, OK, if there's a hair and makeup budget, then I think it should go to me because I've had to come prepared with everything that I need and more mm-hmm. and even like you said like getting handed tools I think it's like the most insulting thing where okay the client hired this person this hair and makeup artist quote unquote but they don't even know how to do black hair knowing that they have black talent coming in yeah where there's such a disconnect but also I don't think people realize either it's like when you're going to cosmetology school and what, whatever hair and makeup school is, learning textured hair and is not a part of the curriculum. And, yeah, and it's, no almost like an ex- it's almost like an add-on or an extra, which obviously is so indicative of the beauty industry, period. Whole, yeah. yeah, because black women, women of color are always an afterthought in everything and never on the forefront of of you know the development of products and so we always fall to the wayside when it comes to having the proper products or having and having enough shades to even cover the different variations in skin color that we have and the different variations in curl patterns that we have i was just gonna say can you imagine if we wore our natural hair what we would experience because that's a whole realm that we can't even really speak to because neither of us are like natural natural like that but my God, that must be chaotic. Yeah. Because if you can't figure out how to curl my weave. Right. Like what? Right. What? Like if I'm walking in and I've got, you know, my 4B, 4C hair just washed and blow dried or just washed. And washed alone. Just washed, washed and alone. detangled. Like right. cared for, hydrated, whatever. Yeah. Are you going to make my curl pattern pop or are you going to make me look crazy? And I've seen yeah. a lot of that on Instagram and TikTok. Right. Like, me walking in or like models walking into a fashion week or whatever right. a runway show and getting like mm-hmm. completely ruined basically and then they're supposed to go represent a, a right. brand and act confident and yeah. you know sell something essentially oh i get chills just like thinking about it because it's so forgotten almost but like not for the black models or the women of or the models of color and that mo- there was a model um her name is leone and she did a tiktok during mm. fashion week of like 
one, people burning her fucking hair out, not knowing what to do, doing her, like, having gray makeup, like, just being, just it looking absolutely ridiculous. And Fashion Week is a crazy time. And a lot of times they hire, like, people who aren't super qualified. So you kind of, like, get what you're handed. But even still, yeah. you know, and you're, and these are big brands, whether it be, like, Dior, Chanel, like, you know, large household names where they're still not inclusively thinking about the people that they're Mm -hmm. hiring for the talent. And yeah, how the hell are you supposed to walk out on a runway and feel amazing and confident and showcase this product when you feel like you look dusty as hell? I mean, I've done it. I've done, Yeah, I've, I've been in that situation where you just kind of have to suck it up because yeah. it's also like if you the other thing is like yeah. there's always a time limit in these things right. like you always have a place to be or like you're not gl- getting glam right. to walk out on the street and enjoy your life so you have to pick and choose I feel like I've silenced myself so many times in that situation yeah, because it's easier right. and then also it's like you want to continue whatever relationship like this right. is still work you want to be able to come back and you don't want to seem high maintenance or like be you complain too much or difficult which is also right. something that black women in general are already accused of right so, and it's like you're hard to work with but i'm like really honestly all i'm searching for here is equity well and really the brands are hard to work with for you not thinking about that yeah absolutely all that's required for you is to make this an equal opportunity yes. workplace and so with equality comes like it shouldn't be and i had to point this out to one of my employers also also it was like okay well this person when we're doing glam on set for a modeling job I'm coming with my my all my hair tools, hot tools, curling iron, flat iron, hot comb, everything. Also products, edge control, gels, different things. I'm also coming with all of my foundations and Foundation, all of yes. my shades. And it was just kind of funny because one of the other girls walks in. It's like early morning. She walks in with literally nothing. And I walk in with an entire bag like of, of products and just stuff because I'm like, well, I'm not going to be caught off guard if this just goes mm-hmm. awry and, you know – this person actually doesn't know how to do black hair or doesn't know how to do match black skin to the products that he has. Like, I'm not going to take that risk. And so it's it's just funny. I had to explain it and be like, they were like, oh, well, we can offer you this, A, B, and C. I was like, but are you making this like an equal workplace? Because this is not equal. No. And I feel like I like from my personal experience, we end up paying more money out of pocket to right. like basically to – counteract whatever is already existing like we have to do our own thing outside of the system that's already created yeah so that we can feel confident and feel our best which is to me just like complete bullshit it's bullshit and it's backwards not to mention the amount of money that women of color and black women pour into the beauty industry Mm -hmm. for us to to be an afterthought and most product development is so fucking insulting because we do a lot more of the consuming than you know any other demographic i didn't really i didn't realize that i guess so you would think they would make broader shades they would mm-hmm. make more yeah they do make all of these products now and and i think well people will say well oh like fenty's so inclusive and and yes and fenty was like a great line that came about where it she rihanna really accounted for all of the undertones and the neutral skin tones and she she took all of that feedback and made a remarkable product, but also I was like, but also what a shame that it's, you know, 2020, 2016, 20, whatever. And we're just now doing this. And I mean, we are speaking as people that are still like, 
lighter right. in the like spectrum. Right. Yeah. So we're not I even can't imagine from another person's perspective that's like significantly as deeper, rich, beautiful skin, like what their experience is. Right. Yeah. And and it's still there are some brands that just still aren't even doing it because it's almost like cheaper. And I I try not to just like X a brand just because they're not inclusive. And it's like, yeah, slowly with the proper development, they will get there. But if you notice like skin tints, like white women have been using skin tints, BB. What is a skin is, tint? Like a BB or a CC cream. Okay. Like not a complete foundation, but like a sunscreen oh, like a tinted moisturizer, moisturizer, tinted moisturizer. Absolutely. Okay. Um, And I have never, ever, ever, I don't even consider them part of like my makeup routine or would buy them because they never, ever include tones that are deep enough for women of color at all. Not even my shade. Yeah. Like Like you'll, and honestly, even like the Ilias and which their skin tint, skin tinted moisturizer was like going viral on TikTok. But I was like, they don't even have enough of the darker shades to even encompass, you know, I feel like just a handful of women of color, which is weird to me. Yeah. I actually really haven't been wearing like anything like foundation or mm-hmm. full cover, like anything for my skin recently because yeah. I've been like annoyed by it. Yeah. You also have amazing skin, but. Thank you. It doesn't feel amazing right now, but like it just, I just feel like the more and more I've been like exposed to makeup, especially in the last few years, like the less I want to wear it. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm just like, I don't actually look like myself anymore. Like yeah. there, this doesn't like, this is great for like a full coverage moment, but like, it's not, I'm leaving the house like manipulating my appearance so much to the point where it's like I'm not doing that. Yeah. Did you ever play were you did you play with makeup in high school or anything or in middle like, school? It's I think it's interesting because like when we talk obviously like you're so into makeup and that kind of thing. So it's like the contrast between the two of yeah. us seems to be bigger. Mm-hmm. But like if you ask my family or like my friends growing up like I was very into that stuff. Oh really? But like my interest level is just so little compared to yours. It doesn't yeah. really like seem like it's mm-hmm. something that I was into. But yeah, I wore makeup to school every day. I would wear makeup to like work every day. I wear less and less makeup the older I'm getting though. Same. Yeah. Um, well, maybe not today. I mean, I have like eyebrows on and under eye stuff, but I always have like under eye is not yeah, a well, joke brows for me. Don't count. See, I think that brows count. Brows do not count. I will not be seen I know dead you know, or alive without my eyebrows. She goes works out with her brows on, and I'm always like, yeah. but why? I'm going to the store with my brows. I'm going to pick up shit We've with my brows. We have gone to Face Gym, and your brows came off at Face oh Gym, my God. and we had to stop <laughs> at like a convenience store or whatever, like a drug store, to get Sierra another brow pen so that she could keep her brows on while we continued on with our day. I sure did. Yeah. You would think I would just get them microbladed at this point, but I always have a brow pencil with me somewhere. I buy like 10 of them at a time. Uh, I'm addicted. Yeah. I, I, I just love brows. I but mean, I also, used to like do the brow tint thing and all of that. I used to do all of that. I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah, I don't even do all that. I really just have a brow pencil with me at all times. But okay, so and I was the type that I was very interested in makeup from a young age. I mean, my grandma used to say that I came out of the womb wearing lipstick and heels because mm-hmm. I was always just very just girly, trying to fro- frolic in makeup like I wanted to play. And then as I got older, I started teaching myself. Like middle school, high school, I was very in- into the makeup scene. Okay, middle school, my mom did have to hide the eyeliner from me because I was in that like grungy makeup phase where like, <laughs> Wait, it was no. like seen. Oh, my God. 
My mom hid. She banned me from wearing eyeliner at all. It was tragic. I remember my friend was having to sneak me her eyeliner at school. Then I'd have to wipe it off. Yeah, I, I guess I home. wasn't allowed to wear that stuff. I wasn't even allowed to have like color on my nails. I could do like a clear or like a really like oh, wow. bare pink. But like I wasn't allowed to do that. Yeah. And then even now, like my mom does have a lot of makeup products, but mm-hmm. she almost looks like she's never wearing makeup. If you yeah. ask me, she spends an hour every morning doing it. And I'm like, she comes out and I'm like, you went in looking the same way you came out. Like, <laughs> well, that's that like no makeup makeup. But look. like in her mind, I'm like, what are you doing? So I feel like her approach was always like bare minimum type of thing. And therefore I wasn't right. I just wasn't allowed to like try crazy things. Yeah. And so I just and I guess now like I've got my nails done yesterday and I was like thinking like, oh, maybe I'll do like a color because right after like I was allowed to start wearing color. I was like wearing color on my nails yeah. like, every time like something crazy something yeah. bright i used to always have blue nails oh my gosh and i could not bring myself to pick anything but white yesterday and yeah. i'm like i've become that like neutral betty yeah neutral nancy yeah i'm i'm so that person i was the same way though i went from wearing so much makeup especially like coming out of high school and then somehow some way i kind of dialed it back into like and i was wearing like a full face every single day. And now it's like, okay, if I'm going to go out or go meet friends or something, it's daytime. Like I'm just going to do like a light veil and then some mascara, no eyeliner and a, and a brow and just keep it really simple. I also used to have girl, I used to have long ass acrylic nails. No, I never did that with, Oh, I used to paint them whatever color. And now I can really only paint them funny bunny and like ballet slipper, but it's like you gr- you develop taste the older you get. Like but is you become it more refined. I wonder if it's taste or if I'm just like bored. Now a word from our sponsor, HelloFresh. Obviously, I love cooking, but the hardest part of cooking for me is actually deciding what I want to eat. On top of that, my budgeting once I arrive at the grocery store goes completely out the window leaving me with high grocery bills and oftentimes some food going to waste in my fridge. Which leads me to my latest obsession, HelloFresh. HelloFresh offers so many benefits even to the seasoned cook. I tend to be quite picky about picking my produce, but I never have to worry about quality with HelloFresh because their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for quality you can see and taste. Also, Their pre-portioned ingredients help me cut down on food waste. HelloFresh helps me break up the monotony of my go-to meals by offering great variety. HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to dinner, and they offer 40 recipes to choose from weekly, so you never get bored, and you can always find something new to love and try. It's really no wonder why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Give HelloFresh a try and go to hellofresh.com slash codependence50. And use code CODEPENDENCE50 for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh slash C-O-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T-S 50. And use code CODEPENDENCE50 for 50% off plus free shipping. I feel like I'm just like kind of becoming this weird creature or habit that's like it's not cute. Like I need some spontaneity, but you know that means if I'm saying it now, something crazy is about to happen. Dude, every time Maya says like she needs to do something crazy, 
She I don't it. hear from her for a few days. And then literally the she has a weekend and she goes nuts. And I'm like, what? I do have two dates this weekend and one date next week. So I feel like something weird could happen. Something weird. I have a date tonight. That's why I'm fucking dressed like this. And are you excited for your date? I don't know. I'm indifferent. I'm like, you know, just trying to put myself out there and be open to an experience. Can but you imagine someone hearing that you're like the person that knows you're the, that is having this date with you knows that you're just indifferent. They would never listen to this. But, but, but what if? Can you imagine? <laughs> no shame. I'll tell him like when I sit down, like, hey, I'm feeling indifferent. When like, he asked you, were you like, yay? Or were you just I was like, like, yeah, like, OK. What he's like, what are you doing Thursday? I was like, um, I don't know. And then he asked me and I'm, and honestly, I'm just, I'm at the stage where I don't want to, I'm not forcing anything. I'll see where it goes. I'm excited to go like, oh yeah, I can get a drink, you know, but nothing. What are you going to drink? Fuck. I forgot my crystal light. Mm. Hmm. I can always stop and get one before. A vodka tonic. I do like the vodka tonics. You know that? How'd you know? Yeah. I I do think I know you. Yeah. Yeah, I love a vodka tonic. It's just chill. I can't wait for this little recap after this date. Of the date? Yeah. I'm having him send a car here. Really? Yeah. Wow. Don't think that I'm fucking joking. Okay, no, you do you. Okay, I have a few things that I wanted to talk about. I don't know if you noticed this, but they just released, or I don't know if it's available to the public yet, but an over the counter birth control. Oh my God, yes. I actually just read that before I walked in. Yeah. What do you think about that? Okay, I mean, over I know the counter birth like, control. Yeah. So this means you don't need a prescription. You can walk into any pharmacy, it's on the shelf, and you can buy it. So that means that you could literally buy it monthly. I wonder, mm-hmm. just like from a like supply and demand mindset, mm-hmm. if they're going to be able to keep up with that. Right. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about like a child? Like a- I don't know because I do like the idea of birth control being regulated and you having to go to your OB- OBGYN and it, that's kind of like the way of having a like a, a, a safety fence or a safety gate. Mm-hmm. Safety gate. Net. What? Safety net, I think is what safety the net. word. That's what or I like that's to. the phrase, I think. Yeah. English is not my first Speaking language. of pronunciations real quick. Okay. Multiple people in my DMs who are from the Boston area say chafing. Okay. So, sorry, Dad. I just want to, like, clear that up. Oh, because you thought it was his fault. I did. Chafing. So, I'm just saying, like, I'm not the, I'm not crazy crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're, okay, you're smart. I'm not, right. I'm not saying all that. I'm I just, just <laughs> telling okay, you Okay, well, that I just had never heard of it being called chafing. Perhaps I'm inexperienced. I doubt it's you, but I'm, I just, like, the validation was from people, specifically from the Boston area, was oh, okay. very, and they were like, maybe it's, like, an Irish thing, but either way, I'm not alone. Okay. And to all of you that say chafing, I see you. Pronunciation is such a weird thing. It and is. who, who am I? That's, you ain't nobody for that. Who am I to call yes. anyone out on pronunciation? Who am I nobody. to talk? At least I know. I know. I also know when things do sound crazier. Sometimes I really can't hear it. But okay, whatever. But back anyway, to birth control. Yes. But I, I kind of like the idea of there being a safety net and you having to go to the doctor to get birth control because, I mean, look, you typically girls are going on this at very young ages, so that's like fourteen, fifteen, and yeah, I feel like I got on the pill around nine or ten. Nine, I wasn't ten? having sex or anything, but I had horrible period. Right. I got my period at nine. That's wild. And I have always notoriously had really, really bad periods. So yeah. that's why I went on the pill very early. Okay. 
Yeah. See, I'm trying to I've like... actually not been off the like off some level of birth control for 20 years. Yeah. That's wild to me. So I so how long will, you know, these people be on birth control without it being monitored or without, you know, you checking in? Um, you do need to be taking your annual visits and getting pap smears and making sure you're checking in at, you know, those different age ages. It's I think it's great in terms of access. The accessibility is amazing because there are a lot of people who can't afford to go to the OBGYN. I was just going to wonder what the price tag is though right. for this over-the-counter yeah. medication. Like, is it actually going to be accessible? Right. Or is it going to be like, because I, I mean, I don't know if you can abuse birth control, but like, you know, the way that you can abuse cough syrup and it's now behind the counter and you have right. to show your ID. Yeah. I almost feel like at least that checkpoint could exist right. with birth control, but... I don't know if I feel that way just because it's never been accessible in my life. And so like, this is an adjustment. Right. This is, it's an interesting development because in terms of accessibility, it is amazing. It's great. I think that it makes it easier for people who can't afford to take those or can't afford to go to the doctor and have that copay or if they have no insurance at all, Mm -hmm. it takes that middleman out of it. But also are we missing some health safety checks are we losing health safety checks when we can just buy it kind of over the yeah. counter? Like, is there going to be a minimum age? Is right. there going to be like a... What stimulations? You, do people understand how to use it? only one at a time? Right. Do people understand how to use it? Because um, you you also are missing out on the education that comes with the birth control when you're being prescribed that birth control. That's true. So, so you could think you're protected and then you're not. Right. And it's more than just like reading the back of the box. Correct. I also wonder if it's going to be a hormone, like whatever they roll mm-hmm. out with first would be hormonal. I would assume so. Which that in itself feels scary. Yeah. I th- is it? I've, is the pill all, I feel like the pill is all hormones. I thought there were some that were not. A non-hormonal pill? Yeah. Honestly, great question. I have no idea. I only know of like IUDs being non-hormonal. I don't even, is the Mirena non? The copper is non-hormonal. Okay. So Mirena has hormones. Mm-hmm. I just wonder what I would be like if I didn't have my birth control. Right. But I also, but this also goes in hand in hand with like abortion and everything. And yeah, we can create more pills and everything, but- you know, will all states carry this over-the-counter birth control? Uh, yeah, I wonder in, like, more conservative right. uh, towns even, maybe not even states, right. but, like, what's going to be... Is it going to be state or federally regulated? Right. And How most are they going to determine that? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it was, like, a interesting new development yeah. in this healthcare world. Ugh, healthcare. I don't know, because... Then you then I see it like being kids going on birth control and then not telling their parents or their parents not knowing and then well like you know. I do think if you're a kid and like mm-hmm. you are sexually active and you're like wanting to protect yourself right that regardless of if your parents say yay or nay mm-hmm. that you should be able to be able to protect yourself yes and no because I think well if you're working with the same naiveness I was working with. This is what I talk. This is what I'm talking about when it comes to education. Because yeah, you can protect yourself against having a baby, perhaps. But mm-hmm. are you protecting protecting yourself against STDs and other sexually transmitted diseases and and other things that come with sex? Probably not. You know, and I think that is also an opportunity where an opportunity that you get when you are visiting the OBGYN. You're going to the doctor. 
um, especially the check-ins at the younger at at a younger age. Because I don't remember like having those real talks at the doctor. Did you ever have like the birds and the bees talk with your parents? Not that I can remember, mm-hmm. but I also feel like my parents could look at me and be like, "Ah, she's not gonna be an issue." <laughs> like, oh my god, that is awful. But I feel like they were like, "We're like she, like she's a very responsible, and yeah. also like I've had anxiety like." Pres- outwardly presenting anxiety from such a young age i feel like they were like she ain't gonna do anything crazy one but also like no no dudes fucking her yeah your parents were saying that i feel like that's what their (laughs) bedtime chatter was (laughs) if i were to guess where it's like them up late at night they're like well my's not fucking so we're good i feel like i feel like that's probably what they thought dude which is true they're not wrong when did you lose your virginity in college okay i was um it was my, I think it was my freshman year. I think I was 19. So I was late. That's not late. That, well, I think it's I think like right lot, on time whenever. A lot of people had, yeah, I was like to. one of the last of my friends. Right. I think I was like the last. Yeah. Of like all friend groups that I existed in at the time. I'm pretty sure I was the last because right. I still remember like it happened and then like people would come by my dorm room and like play that song that they used to play on snl like i just had sex it was embarrassing oh my it was whole gosh thing. and it was like such a celebration if you will because i was like the last one that's kind of crazy i hate that it's like one of, it's that age group where you are doing it because all your friends are doing it i lost mine at like 16 but look i think first of all it was way too fucking early but i just i asked that because well, about your parents, like, having the birds and bees talk. Because, honestly, my mom never had a sit-down with me, but it was a perpetual conversation. Do you know she had it with your sister? I have no idea. I don't think so. My mom is not very, like, sit down, let's have a talk. It's very much, like, she's educating you along the way. That's how and my she keeps are. it so fucking real. Yeah. And she never, like, nothing had nicknames. We called it what it was. This is how you get pregnant. There was never a stork. Like ever, and I bet no, we didn't do any. There was of that never either. a stork or some story tell. She was very upfront, and she was like, "You already know how you, how you have babies," and she, and I would be like, "Well, how come you never had this?" She was like, "Because I've been talking about it forever," and she was like, "And if this is what's gonna happen if you get pregnant, a this is well, this is what's not gonna happen if you get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like all of the options, abortion, or what it looks like being sixteen and pregnant, and." Which but I also, like, that STDs. show came out when it did because, dude, thank God. <laughs> Not that I was in any rush, obviously. Right. Like I just said, I was like late. I'm. St- I feel like I'm still late to like the game, but okay. in like the game of life, you know. <laughs> You're taking your time. I do, but I take my time. Like I take a lot of time. I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, Lord forbid, you take a lot of time to think about something as opposed to being like impulsive and just going into it. Yeah. Look, you can you can go either way. You know, because great things happen when you are super impulsive. You don't have time to think about it. And, you know, great things also happen when you do take your time. So I'll be impulsive this week. Thanks for letting me know. But yeah. it's OK. Yeah. I, I can't wait to check in on this. <laughs> but when people were like far much more advanced and like I was doing it with only one person, but it wasn't even consecutively. Like it was very sporadically. Like it wasn't on the regular it was, was he your boyfriend? Yeah, but like no, and he went to a different school. It was, it was really weird. And then there was a complete hiatus, like after the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I actually felt different. like I wasn't old enough to be doing this. Uh, 
I had like weird feelings about it anyway. I was like, I'm so not. So why'd you do it? Because I, oh my God, literally I wanted this guy to like me. Yeah. I thought that's what everyone else was doing. I yeah. should be doing it. You're hearing stories about kids losing their virginity. Yeah. And I mean, at that age, you're in high school. It's, you think that high school is the end all be all. No, I mean, I get it. I, if I like fell into that peer pressure, like I can just like think in my head of like who could be the potential to like me give my quote, give my virginity to whatever right. the fuck that is. But yeah. like, oh God, it would be awful. Yeah. And then I had like religious guilt, I would say, because, you know, I was kind of. And this isn't even by my parents. It was like just kind of going to church. Like, oh, you're supposed to give your virginity to your husband, or you're supposed to like. Yeah, I mean, be there is a really strong love. emphasis on like yeah. who you lose your virginity to, and it's like such it's there's so much weight put on it when you're growing up. Whereas like as the older you get, sex I feel like becomes more and more casual. Perhaps, but I don't think that like for me, I don't feel like that's ever kind of left my. I don't. It hasn't for me either. Yeah. I didn't have the religious guilt thing. I just like, I don't know. It's, I think, yeah, you're raised to like basically save it or like right. hold it yeah, to yourself you until like someone... you give someone, like it has to be someone that's worthy type right. of thing. And so special. You should love them. Like you, they almost, you, they create a whole persona of who you should give your virginity to. And it's like, well, okay, well, where are they? One, two, what if I never find that person? But also it's a little, it's obviously unrealistic and it also just puts a lot of pressure on you and not that your virginity is not sacred. Cause I do think it is something that is very sacred and, you know, I think you should, you know, enter into it with someone responsibly, but I don't know if I think that really. Yeah. I, like, but, and I'm also speaking from, like I said, my own religious guilt yeah. and just the idea that, you know, it should be shared with someone. See, and that's how much of it, it's still so ingrained in me. Well, I think that I would apply what you're saying to my own personal life, but I don't right. know if it's actually how I believe it should would, be. If you had a child, is that how you would present that to them? Or how do you think that you would present their virginity to them? I would, I would hope that I had a kid that like, trusted themselves enough to know that like you just like trusting yourself to make the right decisions at the right time type of mm -hmm. thing so i don't think i would be like i would just be like you know sex is essentially for adults right <laughs> and you have like you have to understand all the repercussions that come with having it right and if you have a full sense of what all the what ifs that could occur right post sex yeah and you're like still willing, willing to do that yeah then i feel like that's kind of how i would okay enter that conversation i feel like that's a good approach because like well sex is confusing it's so fucking confusing and the way it's like we're not even talking about how it's depicted in the media or like right yeah movies film whatever and i'm envisioning like you know high school age and high school being such like a pivotal point in people's life where you just think that this is well, you do Everything think it's it. Is. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's an interesting one. I mean, it's the same way. Like I'm like so pro-choice and right. very much about abortion, but I don't think if I was ever pregnant and I didn't want the baby that yeah. I would abort it. Right. And that's not like, that's not a decision I'd put on anyone else or like influence anyone else. I think that 
there yeah. are so many factors and it's like everyone has the right to live their life the way they want to type of thing. Right. But I just don't think I would do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who's to say? Who's to say? It's like when you, it's, you never know until crunch time. Right. Until you're it's, in that situation. Like, and who knows? I could be a rape victim, God forbid. Right. And like get pregnant from my rapist, which would be truly horrific. Yeah. Um. Actually, you know, now that I'm saying it out loud, I still probably wouldn't get rid of that child. I don't think. Interesting. See, I would. See, I and I see, and I yeah. totally get why you would. Yeah, I'm like pro-choice to to the day I die. It's like yeah. one of those things where I might not agree with everything. Look, and you know, the abortion laws in America have obviously been a topic of discussion, and in, in terms of like late-term abortion and versus early term, and I'm really hell bent on the fact that like a mother, the mother. A woman should be able to make whatever decision that she needs to for her life. No matter the timeline of yeah, the Yeah, no child. matter the timeline of it. But that doesn't mean I necessarily agree with everything or, or, or I think it's all right. It's very hard to say, like, what's right or wrong because, one, I don't have a child yet. But also, two, it's my body. And how do you tell someone that they should be going through with something that well, they yeah. sh- that they don't want or they're just unsure about it's and if you think about the people that are making these like high level decisions like they will actually never be in the position they've never been in the position they never will be in the position most of them have penises yeah and like uh, who are they yeah to dictate like how the greater good of america like america's greater good in terms when it comes to pregnancy right and then it's like oh like you're pro-life but Okay, so are we doing the things after this life gets here to actually, you know, make sure we're taking care of the child in terms of, like, um, you know, government support, uh, foster care, meal systems? Like, are we actually supporting the life once it's here in terms of, like, bettering schools? All these other different resources that we need to pour into taking care of this life. It's more than just about, I think, the fetus in the pro-life, pro-choice debate um but look here i'm here for anyone making whatever decision that they need to make because i I mean i can't imagine being in a position where i only have one choice to make and someone's made it for me yeah yes yeah i don't i don't fuck with that yeah that's where i draw the line all right let's switch base to well okay so you know last week we were talking about lingerie Mm -hmm. and so i started talking to some straight single males to get their perspective yeah on this and i got it pretty much ran the gamut like you what it ran the gamut okay uh, their responses ran the gamut so it, i but one that stuck with me was someone was like if you put on a number basically and if you're looking good that number deserves you deserve to be fucked in it spoken like a true man (laughs) like spoken like a true man okay like if you look so good why would i take it off why can't we just find a way to do the do in the in in the the number number. okay and i think that's how i feel too i'm trying to think and rack my brain if i thought it was going to go down any other way like i thought that that's why i was putting it on uh, see you know well i think what I mentioned last week was like it gets ripped off so quickly. Like you just spent oh, this money ripped it's gone, off, da, 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 da. and so <laughs> what? Da, 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 da. <laughs> like, so I feel like 
I did get that response too. Um, well, if you look so good, of course I'm going to rip it off. Yeah, but also I think that's the underwear, period. And in my head, I'm envisioning like a set situation. Yeah, well, so I'm like partial to teddies and that's oh, which, okay. like hence the 20 minutes in the bathroom trying to, you know, button the bodysuit of the teddy at your vagina region. Mm-hmm, 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 that's, mm-hmm. yeah. So I feel like in that case... I guess you could just open up the snaps. Slide, slide to the but side. But I don't know if pe- like men, the the way that they can't really even take off a bra strap, like who's yeah. to say that they're going to be able to figure that out in I a, feel like in the they also just moment. enjoy the sensation of ripping. Like just to be like, oh. Like look at me, I'm so yeah, macho. Like I'm like, so yeah. masculine. Like they enjoy ripping when it's like, oh, did you get my hair? Like, did you get my hair? Like are you ripping my, Are you? do you actually have the garment? And are you okay now that you've gotten past, like, the ripping phase? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So but, if that's what they're into, if that's the sensation they want, then I might – the the lingerie that I'm wearing for you is from Amazon. So, <laughs> and I think you just need to get the ones with the hole in it already or, like, an assless situation. Oh, really? An assless? Mm-hmm. So they have access to your ass? No. Well, it's <laughs> – well, look, there's very little coverage under – I need to get <laughs> the way that you're looking at because me. Because all I'm envisioning is anal sex. No, 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 no. It's like assless where it's like not even – it's not like a little hole for your butthole. It's just like your entire ass But what out. about the vagina? That is pretty much – they're right next – they're next door neighbors. Well, assless and assholeless are different things. Assless. So the entire ass is out. Yeah. Including what did you say the assholeness? Well, I said you you said you were talking about how they're very close to each other, so I was like assless and asshole. Like, (laughs) (laughs) honestly, no topic is off limits here. Okay, Uh, I mean it is what it is. Yeah, at this point, let's keep going. Yeah, I do want to tell you about this story about my friend who's dating this guy, and I need to just side note. I'm gonna. You should be posting this on our face on our Instagram so people know what exactly what type of lingerie you're talking about because okay. Lord knows I have no clue. Even I'm also gonna gift you a pair, so just send me the new address because I'm gonna give you some assless underwear. I I can't wait for me. It's for me myself and I to enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, you never know, girl. Save it for a rainy day. Yeah, rainy day alone. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm you okay. know I'm, there'll I'm, be someone. It's fine. It's better that way you have more sex than i could ever imagine why would you say that first off that's not even true that is true well i don't i think if you run the spectrum i'm on the very low end of people that are sexually active yeah we're both very on the very low end but you're i'm lower on the end than you are ruin me what it's just not a reputation that I want to hold. Oh, no, not that you're – I'm not – no, no, no. I'm not saying that you're out here fucking at all. I'm not saying that. Like, you're not. You're – you're. we're neck and neck. <laughs> okay. But your neck is a little bit longer than mine. Jesus, Lord. <laughs> I can't. That's just truly horrific. It's awful. It's awful. Mom, it's not even true. She's lying. She's mad at me. She's mad oh at God. me. We got into a fight before this and she's fucking mad. She, okay, she's lying. We did not get into a fight. Before no, it's this. that's what happened, Mom. That is not who you raised. Okay, well, call me. Also, I was checking my mail the other day. I got a really cute Christmas card from your parents. It was so sweet. Why? I, how did you just get that? I just checked my mail. I. It was, yeah. 
So I put what did it counter. say? It was like happy. Did it say Merry Christmas? Yeah, it was cute. And then it was signed. Um, to my mom. Cyril and Ramona. Yeah. And you and then she goes in parentheses, parentheses Maya's parents. <laughs> it was so cute. But I was like, wow, shame that I'm just now seeing some Christmas cards. Yeah, that's kind of wild. It's wild. I need to actually send out thank yous because there's quite a few. You got a few, oh, quite a few Christmas cards? It was like three or four Christmas cards. Wow, I think I got one and it was for my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Shada used to send me Christmas cards. I thought that was really cute. I was like, what an accomplished like adult she is. She stopped doing that. I'm going to do Christmas cards this year, I think. Would you do it of Jasper? Mm-hmm. That's literally... See, I wonder if people even care enough. It's not about what the, if they care. It's about do you care? I think the list of people I would send Christmas cards to would be so... Well, that's the thing. The less you buy, the cheaper it is. That's true. I don't so, know. like, yeah. I mean, I'm only buy. I'll buy like twenty. I mean, I grew up with my mom going to Home Goods like after the holidays. Ooh, I love Home Goods to buy Christmas cards so she could say, get them on sales to and use then them the next them year. Use them the next year. Oh, that's smart. Or she'd wait till after Christmas because then all cards are still on sale, and yeah. she'll just get the ones to say Happy New Year because yeah. they're cheaper, and then send them out for the New Year. Yeah, I think that that's smart we it's love so interesting that our, our generation doesn't really do that i want to bring that back i like cards i like like what i don't know i like cards and i like letters that's what i was trying to say mm-hmm. i like letters and people with good penmanship i feel like the only time i get a letter is when i'm dating a man who did something wrong mm. yeah. like for a handwritten letter mm-hmm. that's when it's like girl i fucked up yeah i and want so- you back yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I, I don't you. think I like letters. I've never gotten a happy letter. I can say that. I like little notes. Like when people leave me little notes around the house. I feel like that's the modern day. Like, I love when you send a meme to show me you're thinking about me. That is really. Okay, because the meme I is modern day. The meme is modern day. I like little notes, little sticky notes. Nothing that says, like, I'm sorry, I can't. Don't hate me. Oh, but God. Nothing like that. That's burger, right? Yeah fuck burger i mean at least he was honest he could have just ghosted her which is what most guys do these days yeah okay do you want to tell you quickly about my date that i have this next week that i'm excited about because i like the way this man went about it okay and i need your opinion about a different guy that's asked me on a date okay let's start with actually that second the latter first okay so this guy who i matched with on an app zero conversation beforehand invites me to six flags for our first date because he's Are going you fucking with, kidding me? I knew you'd have a reaction. I literally... No, I'm having a reaction because I was literally Googling Six Flags tickets last night. Oh, I love Six Flags. I've never been to... What? It's in Jersey, right? Wait, I've um, been to... We have one in Georgia. Six Flags over Georgia. I've been to that. But Jersey is great adventure. Six Flags great. And I just learned that that's different. Adventure? They or also have great. a safari, which it doesn't make sense for zebras to be in the middle of Jersey, but... I did not know that. But when I lived in want. D.C., Kwame and I used to drive to Six Flags in Jersey to have a day there. It was that's so fun. Crazy. We would but have the best time. Yeah, and we'd dude. Stop at Cracker Barrel. Wow. <laughs> but wow. that would be like our Sunday. But you can get like a VIP pass for like 160 bucks. Correct. And you can skip the line and all of that. Skip the line. I yeah, actually didn't you know, know that you were into that. that because I just started yesterday a group chat of people that want to go to Six Flags and we're going to rent a bus and all of that. Oh, wow. So, Wait, do you go to Fright Fest? I do. Oh, girl. I actually usually go every year. Okay. Noted. Um, so he was like, so let's skip the small talk. Basically, I'm going to Six Flags on Sunday with a bunch of friends, and I would love for you to be my date. Oh, my God. Do I go? Yeah. 
You think so? First of all, you love Six Flags. Second so that's all, the only reason I'm actually thinking about the, He's paying for the ticket to Six Flags. Well, so here's the thing. Is he like, paying for a fast pass line? Here's the thing. We haven't had any conversation. I don't know anything about this man. So no, I, I think felt that, like, that's great. Yes, but that's a long date one. And I want to know, like, how do you think that we're getting Six Flags? Like, do you, what? I need some logistics before I can commit. How many friends are going to be there? Yeah. How are we getting there? Are you driving me? Do we have to be in an Uber together for like a Bitch, hour? did you not ask this? No, I haven't asked anything. When, I wrote, was, when did he ask you? First of all, these are all the follow-up questions. So, but I didn't follow up because I was like trying to be like, yay, cute, cute, like, and oh flirty, and So, free. did you say yes or no? I yet? haven't said either. Okay. So, let me just pull this up so I can give like so I can accurately represent what's happening in this situation. Okay. Um, also, I unmatched this guy that said he likes Pepsi better than Coke. I was like, never talk to me again. <laughs> um, okay, so his first message: We matched on Sunday. He wrote to me on Monday, and he said, "Going to Six Flags on Sunday, and would love for you to be my date." I said, that sounds like so much fun. Are you trying to introduce me to your friends already? One step at a time. Insert name here. And then he goes, let's skip the small talk and pretend we were past every test for each. We've passed every test for each other that we're now ready for a Six Flags date. Yeah. You just say go. Go. I say go. Okay. Like what? You you guys get to know each other over turkey. Do you like turkey legs at Six Flags? Um, no, I would never eat a turkey leg at Six Legs. I'm really go for like the pop. Six Legs, you call six, it. <laughs> six Legs. I would really go for. I'm like more of a popcorn type of girl. Okay, I, well, yeah, like get to know each other over the hot dog and popcorn. What if he and hates then, roller coasters? What he if, ain't. Go, he is not going to Six Flags to hate roller coasters. That would be I'm silly. I'm shocked that you think I should go. Do you like roller coasters? I love them. Okay, go. I think you should go because one, I think it's different. I appreciate a date that's different and non-conventional. And but what it, like so I have to not only get along with you but also your friends. No, no, no. Fuck his friends. You have an Uber app. Like I was you want to get the say, fuck I out of there. Out how you far just, away it is, yeah. so that I know that I have an exit plan. But okay, so the other thing I was worried about is like, well, what if he's like, yeah, no, I'm gonna drive. So we get in his car and he starts driving, and like I don't know how to get to Six Flags, so I'm just like trusting the process of whatever GPS. So he's, then I and think and then I he takes me to a field and okay, kills me. Okay, don't spiral. Well, I've thought about that. <laughs> okay, so I think you take public transportation and or you Uber yourself, or you go with his group of friends. I don't. Actually, yeah, because it's an it's an hour and a half drive. Ooh, that's a long that drive a long for someone drive. that you don't know a single thing about. Like he hasn't, we haven't even had a conversation enough. Maybe I should be like, let's Facetime to talk about the details or something, so that I can know he's real. Oh wow, One, you wanna, okay, yeah, Facetime. Two. This is on Sunday. This would be on Sunday. I think y'all should like maybe meet up or something like a Friday, just casual, get a drink. Yeah, but and the then thing is, I have Sunday. a date on Saturday and I have plans on Friday, so I can't. I don't have time. Okay, for so him. FaceTime it is. It, ha- it would have to be a FaceTime. Yeah. But I, he like confirmed that he wanted to go with me. I haven't responded in like a day, so like who knows? To, who's to say he hasn't found uh, another? Yeah, girl. follow up. You're going. Wow. Okay. So now you have three dates this weekend. Mm, well, two dates this weekend. I have one on Wednesday. Two and a half. Two and a half. I've yeah, two this weekend. Yeah, is what it would be. Okay. Done. Settled. Wow. Maya's going to Six Flags, y'all. So if you see her there on and Sunday, if you see me there, say hi say so hi. that like. Oh, they won't hear this. By blink then. twice. Tell her to blink twice if she needs help. Exactly. Like someone see me, love me, give me the attention <laughs> I need if I need it at that time. Because I'll probably be looking real awkward. No, I think like that's like the perfect place to not be awkward. Okay, what's the other date? The other date is this guy that I matched with that I really liked his energy. We also haven't talked a lot, but you know I'm not a small talker, so I don't mind that. 
but he wrote to me he he responded to like one of my prompts when i was like i'm trying to travel more international and he was like we're, we're out and i asked him where to first and he goes somewhere we both haven't been but let's get drinks and dinner to figure it out and i said i'd like that so he goes perfect and this is where i said green flag green flag green flag i have a busy work week this week and gatherings when i'm very available next week i'll pick a time and a place for us and let you know the details i'll send you plans tonight he said that yes he said that correct you're going out with this man oh too. no no, it's done it's, yeah it's on site so i said love this energy and he wrote back that same night and he was like hi dinner reservations are here next wednesday at 8 p.m let me know if that works he sent me a google map like thing what the fuck did he send you an uber voucher that's the only other thing i would need so Damn, I was like, that I'm, is great you didn't do and i love that for you i love this energy See? I hope that's that, great i hope that we actually have fun we do have a few like i did a little deep dive on instagram where he actually follows you um <laughs> i'm gonna get this man's name after this and i was like mm, do i like that or do i not like that um he follows a few people that we know okay uh but yeah, I mean, we can always ask him about it. I get strong fuckboy vibes. Not gonna lie, but okay. also it's like if you're gonna take the time to, to do all of that, then then I'll just have to see for I'll, real. Like, I gotta see for myself. If yeah. you're a fuckboy, <laughs> like fuck my intuition. Exactly. <laughs> I showed his profile to Shada. She's like 100 fuckboy, and I was like, okay, well, we'll, well see. Like, we'll see. Like we're like, gonna go. Like, the restaurant he picked is like someone from Top Chef. It has really great reviews. Like it's known to be good. It's Italian. <laughs> so I'm like. He's done this before, or he's I like, almost think really? he's so good at it. Like, he's yeah. probably such a serial dater that he knows exactly what to say and do. And he's going to, like, play the cards really right in the mm-hmm. date. It's going to be flirty and cute and whatever. And then he's... And, yeah. We'll see. Well, we're not going to count him out just yet. But we'll obviously check in next week. Yeah. And he's 6'3", so he's absolutely a fuckboy. For <laughs> sure a fuckboy. Yeah. Fuckboy. 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 Yes. Literally boy. B-O-I. Yeah. But I'll report back next week and let you know. Okay. I'm excited for you. Can't wait to hear about Six Flags either. Okay, I'm excited because next week we have a bunch of fucking updates. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay. we'll see you guys next week. See y'all next week.